Production made possible in part by MedPlus Advantage. You're listening to Radio Rounds, a talk show created and hosted by medical students and physicians in training, where today's stories are told by tomorrow's doctors. I'm your host, Avash Kalra. Coming up on today's show, a second installment from our series from Telluride, Colorado. Today, you'll hear our conversation with Chris Budakian, an osteopathic physician training in physical medicine and rehabilitation, or PMNR, at New York University. And he tells our Lakshman Swami about how his work as a physician is specifically focused on long-term restoration of function in the patients he sees. The nice thing about working in the field of rehab, generally most of our patients are fairly medically stable when they come to us. Um, so that, do that doesn't mean that there aren't issues that happen acutely on our floors, but we do have our own unique issues, some of them being falls. In the, in the rehab department, we do expect our patients to be very active. They spend three hours a day in therapy, so they're going to be out of bed more than they would be in the acute hospital. So we have made some pretty great advances in fall prevention. Every time there is an incident, we have a fall huddle. We discuss what went wrong, what we could do to improve the situation. So these are all kind of examples of patient um, safety and quality improvement projects that we have going on with it. Welcome to Radio Runs, everyone. I'm your host, Avash Kalra. Glad to be back as we continue Season 12 today with another installment in our series from Telluride, Colorado, where our own Lakshman Swami attended the inspiring Telluride Patient Safety Roundtable. Now, that's a forum that brings health professionals and training together to learn how to become champions for patient safety. Last week, we heard from Sarah, a surgical resident who experienced a patient safety issue within her own family in the days following the birth of her newborn son. Today, we hear from Chris Budakian, an osteopathic physician. You heard him briefly in the show's opener today. He's training in physical medicine and rehabilitation, a specialty also known as PM&R at New York University. He's training to be a physiatrist, a physician focused on the long-term restoration of function and treatment of pain in patients debilitated by illness such as stroke and trauma. In this interview, conducted by Lakshman Swami live on the scene in Colorado, Dr. Budekian explains why he became interested in this field and why patient safety will be an important part of his career. Welcome to Radio Rounds, everyone. I'm Lakshman Swami here in Telluride, Colorado for the Telluride Patient Safety Roundtable. Across from our rectangular table here at Telluride is Dr. Chris Budekian. Chris, you know, it's been a pleasure to meet you here at the conference. Chris is a PMNR resident. That's Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation uh, at New York University in New York, New York. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, let's start off with just a few words about your chosen field. Why? What is PMNR and why PMNR? I'm sure you get asked this a lot. Oh, yeah. In my field, it's something that come, I come across every day. So PMNR does stand for, just like you mentioned, Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation. And it's a, it's a pretty wide field. Uh, it first came about after World War II when there was a need that was seen uh, by physicians for these veterans that were returning from war with amputations and various injuries. And they sought to find ways to make them productive members of society again. Um, and from, then, from there, it, it kind of grew. The reason why I think it's 
kind of a special field is we do things a little bit differently than everyone else in medicine. Uh, we tend to look at the overall function and we try and take a patient who's had some kind of catastrophic event in their life and return them to some sense of normalcy. Uh, and this can be on a short-term basis or a long-term basis, but it does um, create an opportunity to form a long-lasting relationship with your patient and see them progress from their initial injury to a point of uh, reintegration to society. So, you know, you're talking about reintegration to society, functional status. Mm -hmm. These are things that I do not address <laughs> in on the inpatient services. Now, I take care of someone, they're sick, they've maybe had a stroke, maybe they've been through some trauma, and I send them out to rehab. Mm -hmm. Where do you come in? What happens to these people? So, I, I mean, traditionally, there's kind of three phases of care. There's primary aspect of care, which is prevention of the illness. There's the secondary aspect of care, which is the acute management, which is where you would come in as an internal medicine physician. And then there's the tertiary aspect of care, which is recovering from this illness. So when a patient comes to us, they're usually, um, they're usually take part in a, an intense therapy. They do about three hours of therapy a day with occupational therapists, physical therapists, psychologists, speech and language therapists pathologist, depending on their injury. Um, we also have great social workers that we work with and a great nursing staff that's s trained to work with this subset of the population. Now, it sounds like you're describing this whole, this whole team here. Uh, now, let me ask you a question that I, th that I think a lot of medical students and residents ask of PM&R residents. What is it that makes what you do different from what a physical therapist does? Well, we work with the physical therapists, and the physical therapists are skilled technicians. Uh, they do a three-year program in addition to their undergraduate, so they're highly educated as well. And what we do is we have a very strong team dynamic in the rehab department. The physician is kind of the team leader or supervisor or quarterback, if you will, and we work closely with all the different members in our team. The physical therapist is just one skilled member of our team, and they do offer valuable input, and they do spend a lot of time with the patient, sometimes more time than we do as physicians. So we do seek their input in our treatment plans, and we do this with a weekly evaluation conference where the whole team gets together, discusses the case of the patient, and where we think the patient stands, what, his goal, what our goals are for him, what the patient's goals are for themselves, and what we do to reach that point. Chris, you're describing an, an interdisciplinary team effort. It all sounds great, but let me tell you, when I'm taking care of one of the patients that eventually goes to your care, I frankly don't always see a lot of kind of hope in, in their improvement because I'm seeing them in a very sick state. Can you, can you give us a story of someone who you've seen who you've really, made a, you've really made a big difference and you've really restored that functionality, especially to someone who maybe looked very sick coming in? Sure. One such example that does come to mind in my first year at Rusk Rehabilitation, we came across a patient, a young patient, who suffered an Addisonian crisis. And as a result, he had cardiac arrest, suffered an anoxic brain injury, and subsequently also had compartment syndrome in three out of his four limbs. Oh, wow. One limb um, his arm was able to be salvaged, but he had bilateral lower limb amputations. So you have somebody that's coming in with not only cognitive impairments, but also physical disability as well. When he came to us, he was not able to do anything because obviously this was a huge change to his way of life. So by the time he left us after, I believe it was a three to four week um, stay for his acute inpatient visit, we had gotten him up on some 
temporary prosthesis. He was able to walk with an assistive device, a uh, cane, and his. We had also gotten speech therapy involved because he had some cognitive issues, uh, language issues, and I have actually since seen the patient almost almost a year after his initial inpatient um, stay. He's been continuing therapy as an outpatient, and now he's. While he has not returned to the workforce yet, he is able to play with his ch- children. He actually had a new child that was born after this injury. Oh, my God. Um, wow. And the family dynamic, is just, it was just great. I mean, his wife is very supportive. His, his son doesn't see him as any different. His son runs with, he runs with his son, plays soccer with his son. And this is someone who maybe 30, 40 years ago may have been shunned by society and may have been put into a facility where he probably would have left led uh, a not-so-productive life and not-so-fulfilling. Really, really powerful story there. I mean, certainly what, what many of us see in the acute care setting, uh, it's, it's heartening to know that there, that there are doctors and there are teams out there who can really carry these people forward and do, help them gain so much back in their lives. Chris, you know, we're here at Telluride at the uh, Patient Safety Roundtable, and this is a conference all about patient safety, quality improvement, communication, all these great things. Why are you here, and how do you see this fitting into your work as a PMNR doc? It's a good question. Um, I was first introduced to the, to the concept about a year ago by one of my colleagues, and coming into an institution like NYU, Bellevue, these are hospitals that have been around for such a long time and coming in I never thought that they would have any patient safety issues quality issues I would think these kinks would have been worked out by now Um, having been through the system for about a year or two now I've come to realize while they have made some great advances and we take pride in the quality of care we provide to our patients there's still room for improvement there's always room for improvement Um, nothing's perfect our healthcare system's not perfect so I joined the House Staff Council about a year ago, and I've been working closely with them. Um, and like I was saying, it is a young field, um, and I do see plenty of opportunities for advancement and in creating an environment where both the patient and the provider can have a meaningful experience. And you know, it certainly is it's great that you're having such a role now as a resident. Let's talk about 10, 15, 20 years down the line. You're working as a physiatrist. What, what is it that you see this, this being? I, like, How is quality and safety going to be a part of your work? Well, the nice thing about working in the field of rehab, generally most of our patients are fairly medically stable when they come to us. Um, so that, do, that doesn't mean that there aren't issues that happen acutely on our floors, but we do have our own unique issues, some of them being falls. In the, in the rehab department, we do expect our patients to be very active. They spend three hours a day in therapy, so they're going to be out of bed more than they would be in the acute hospital. So we have made some pretty great advances in fall prevention. Every time there is an incident, we have a fall huddle. We discuss what went wrong, what we could do to improve the situation. So these are all kind of examples of patient um, safety and quality improvement projects that we have going on within just, our just department. Just give us an example of, you know, why is a fall bad? What happens? Well, you have these patients that came in, say, after a stroke or traumatic brain injury, um, and they've already suffered an, an initial insult. 
they are now more prone to a secondary injury as a result of the first one. So they may get up in the middle of the night to try and use the commode and not realize that perhaps they have a weakness on one side because of their stroke or maybe they have some visual issues as a result of the stroke or brain injury and they end up falling. Um, they are now building up on their initial injury and usually compounding the, the deficits that they may have. You know, Chris, it's, it's great to hear the kind of work that you are both doing now um, at, at New York University and also in the future your plans to really work with patients both as a clinical doc in the, in the PM and R role but also to really take care of them in a more holistic sense and to keep them safe. You know, thanks so much for joining us on Radio Rounds. I think that this is a really, really great introduction to PMNR and also a nice story about the kind of your motivation to, to help these people as you go through your career. Thank you very much for having me. I thought that was some useful insight into the world of PMNR and the issues of quality and safety that that particular discipline within medicine can face. Certainly one salient point that they discussed was this issue of transitions of care, this concept that at various points in time, physicians and teams of healthcare providers are caring for a single patient, say, first in the outpatient setting, then in the acute setting in the hospital, then potentially in a rehab setting before going back to the outpatient setting. And clearly, Chris Budakian and other physicians involved in PMNR are integral cogs in that system, involved in carrying people forward out of the hospital, focusing on function and recreating that sense of normalcy uh, that they had prior to some sort of catastrophic health event. Now, as physicians, we're all cogs in some part of that system, but it's important to remember that the success of the system relies on uh, all those people involved. Uh, I also appreciated the discussion today about multidisciplinary approach to patient care, something that is focused on in really all aspects of, of medicine and healthcare now, from the patient-centered medical home model of outpatient care to the inpatient and rehab focus on involving as many appropriate providers as possible. Um, physicians, of course, but also nurses, physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech therapists, and those other providers that Chris mentioned today. And clearly that multidisciplinary approach is critical um, in that rehab setting. Again, great interview to hear today. Thanks to Chris Budakian once more, and we look forward to uh, more stories like this later in the season. And in the meantime, remember that you can download podcasts of all of our past episodes, just search the iTunes store for Radio Rounds or visit www.radiorounds.org. You can also contact our team via email, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. The Twitter handle is at Radio Rounds. All of that information, again, is on our website, radiorounds.org. Production made possible in part by MedPlus Advantage. Sponsored by the American Medical Association. Providing group disability and life insurance to students and residents through participating educational institutions. Visit us at medplusadvantage.com. Of course, please remember that the views and opinions expressed on Radio Rounds are not representative of the views and opinions of the partners of Radio Rounds. Now, thanks so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you have a great week. Look forward to next week and for our entire staff here at Radio Rounds. I'm Avash Kalra, and one day I'll be your doctor. <laughs>